Hi friends and welcome to episode 3 of James Talks. Uh, this is James Prescott here and I'm really great to, I'm really, really pleased to have you all here today. We're on to the third episode of this podcast and it's uh, it's getting exciting. I'm really uh, really enjoying doing this. It's fantastic new medium. Um, new way to express my creativity. It's a new way to connect with you guys. So um, if you want to find my writing, it's at jamesprescott.co.uk. If you want to find me on Twitter, I'm at, at jamesprescott77. And uh, yeah, it'd be great to connect with you there as well. So um, yeah, let's get into it. And today we're going to be talking about hearing our subconscious. Now this is, um, I love that title. <laughs> I'm going to try and have some nice titles of these podcasts. And um, today's going to be a bit about creativity, a bit about identity, and we're going to pick up kind of where we left off last week with where we begin. Because what I talked about last week was that we begin with grace, that we begin with we are enough, that we belong, that we are valuable and precious and accepted and loved as we are, that we don't have to prove ourselves to anybody. Because when you don't begin there, bad things happen. I am a writer. It's one of the things I love to do. I've been blogging for about 10 years. But I'd never really, until about five years ago, I'd never really taken it seriously as a professional thing. Something I could do uh, to a higher level. Something I could share with a lot more people. You know, I just assumed that a few people read my blog and that was it. But then I got some life coaching with um, Vicky Beeching, who is, some of you may know, um, may have heard of. She is a, uh, a writer, a uh, speaker, a um, used to be worship leader. And she did writing coaching with me and it was a kick up the backside to take my writing more seriously, more professionally. So I got my got my blog design, I got it all sorted out, professionally done, and I started a subscriber list. Didn't get many subscribers. Then I encountered a guy called Jeff Goins, and that took me on to the next level. I got all the professional advice I, I could find. He gave me a lot of advice. I did this course called Tribe Writers which took me on to another level professionally. It was, and it's a really amazing course. I still do it now, and it's, I can recommend it to you. It's fantastic. And I've met a lot of good writer friends through that course as well, and uh, learned so much, and I'm still learning so much from that. But the problem was reaching an expanded audience that the possibility of success started to come along. The possibility of reaching loads of people who I'd never encountered and never met. And this revealed something really, really, diff- really, really dark in me. Because what I, what happened, and now I see this in hindsight, I didn't see it at the time, was my, my whole value and worth came from what other people thought of me. And as a writer, it came from getting loads of subscribers, having a big list, um, selling lots of books, having everyone know who I was, speaking in front of loads of people, being really important, making lots of money out of my work. And I'd done this course which 
had said that you know if you follow these steps then things will happen and things will change and yeah you can take that step up and so this was kind of pandering to my ego so and we'll talk about how I did set impossible expectations in another episode probably but I had impossible expectations for sure and so when I launched this ebook that I'd written, my expectations were high, but also I took it personally if I failed. And it didn't do it, it did quite well, but not as well as I'd, I'd hoped. And I felt a failure and I felt like I'd underachieved. And I, you know, I went back and wrote another book and, stopped, and gave that away too. And again, that didn't do quite as well as I as I'd hoped. But what I began to realise is that I had been writing these books not just because I cared about the subject, but because I wanted to get readers, I wanted to get followers, I wanted to get subscribers. That was my goal, that's where I'd begun. It was like it was more important to me to get loads of subscribers and get loads of readers than it was to create the best work and to be me. But then my value was coming from what people thought of me and from numbers and stats and money. And that was fundamentally flawed. And one day I had this massive realisation that, you know what, I've got my priorities all screwed up. And close friends came alongside me and said, you know what, your writing hasn't been the same for the last few months. Because you've become so concerned with what other people think and compromising on your work to fit with what other people's expectations and to fit with what's going to be popular that you've that you've lost your heart you've lost your you've lost your honesty and your writing's gone downhill and it's not been as good and i knew this was true in my heart already before they said it but them saying it then vocalizing it made a difference and because my identity had been grounded in Something other than grace. Something other than the fact that I was already enough. That I didn't have to prove myself. I thought I had to prove myself to get my value. And my goal had been money, stats, status, significance. Not realising that I already was significant without any of that stuff. So I stopped writing publicly, I, I stopped and um, I decided I would lay that down as long as it took for me to get back in touch with myself. And this is where the hearing our subconscious comes in. Because what I did is I decided I would write every day, but I would not think about what I was writing, I would just write. I do this thing called free writing. Now free writing is essentially writing without thinking. So either you get a pen and you start writing without really looking at the page, without thinking about what you're writing, just whatever comes out comes out. Or you do it get on or what I did was do it on my phone. 
I opened the document on my phone. I just started typing without thinking. Every day. Even if it was just one one word or ten words or a thousand words, I would do that every day. And what happened over time was that I found I was going deeper inside myself. That I was cutting through some of the crap on the surface and I was actually getting into what was deep inside my soul. In my subconscious. My subconscious was speaking through my writing because I was writing without thinking. And I was finding that the stuff was coming out without me even realising it, that I didn't even know was there. And soon these ideas began to form themselves into, into, clear, into, into clear messages, into coherent forms, and I found that these all had a theme. And this was still all free writing, this was still all coming out from inside, and not only was it amazingly therapeutic but it also helped me find my voice I began to get in touch with who I really was what I really cared about what really mattered to me and what I was meant to be doing with my life what I wanted to do in life what I was called to do with my life suddenly I had a message just pouring out of me to share with other people. I didn't have to try to write anything. It was just pouring out of me. And out of this came a book. It came, uh, the, I give away a, a free book on my blog called Dance of the Writer. Um, and a lot of that book came out of what I learned in this period. And that book's been, that's probably been the best thing I've written to date. But it's certainly been the most honest work that I've created and the work that I've taken the most satisfaction from. And that was birthed out of that period. It was the most creative period of my life, without any doubt at all. It was the most honest time in my creative life, for sure. And a whole load of writing came out of it, and and I began to get healing from the things that i been doing wrong before. I actually was able to let go of this need to need to get numbers and stats and success as people define it. And the ego kind of died to a certain extent. I mean most writers, most artistic people you will probably find have some kind of ego. A lot of people have an ego but to a certain extent that I'd been quietened and I'd gone deeper. I'd found something deeper than that, something more significant. I'd begun to get grounded in grace, in the fact that I was enough, that I didn't need to prove myself to anybody. And this this whole period of free writing without publishing anything lasted quite a few months. It ended up being three months. And by the time... I came to having to publish something again, I didn't want to. I didn't want to share anything publicly anymore. I was enjoying this free writing too much. It was, you know, it was just uh, me writing every day. I didn't have to show it to anybody. I didn't have to 
get it all right and all perfect, I could just just write and get that out there and didn't have to, and that was it, and it was easy. And that's how I knew that it was time to start publishing work again because I knew that I needed to step out of my comfort zone. Now, stepping out of my comfort zone then became sharing work publicly with people. And I knew that's what I had to do. And I knew I had a message I wanted to share with people as well. And so that's what I started to do again. And I kept doing the free writing long after, long after that because I knew how important it was and I knew that I needed to keep in touch with that, that part of me. Because, you see, when we do that kind of creative work, it taps into our subconscious. It's how our subconscious expresses itself. That's why a lot of counsellors and therapists, I think, recommend journaling because journaling is essentially free writing in one sense because it's just writing what's ever inside of you and knowing you don't have to share it with anybody. And a lot of people journal and it's essentially the same thing. And it taps into our subconscious and it allows our subconscious to speak to us. Because what's in our subconscious is really, really important. Because it's where the truth of who we are, what we believe, what we're feeling, what our insecurities and doubts and hidden thoughts are. You know, what, what's going on? What's really going on inside of us that we need to deal with? Because if we keep stuff buried inside of us, good and bad, that's not going to do any good. If we keep bad stuff buried inside of us, that's going to cause us a lot of pain and depression and stress and anxiety and fear. And we may not even know why it is because we haven't examined it. And so it will stay with us because we haven't confronted it. Because we haven't exposed it to grace, if you like. And with good things, you know, we may not realise what we care about, what we're passionate about. We may not realise even what our talents are. We don't even know what our deepest desires are. Or why we desire those things. And to embrace our calling, to embrace who we are, to pursue the things that are really important to us, we need to know what they are. I mean, it sounds a bit obvious, but we, we need to know what they are. So, I recommend this to all of you. I think, you know, you don't have to be a writer or an artist of any kind to do this. Because we all need to find out what's going on inside of us. And it's important we do that in a safe space. And having a journal or free creating of any kind, drawing or painting or even singing, playing music, it gets things out of us. And I would say writing is a really good thing to do because it puts words on what's going on inside. And that can be poetry, it can be songs or anything, but getting words out is a really, really good way of getting in touch with what's going on inside of us and the things that we need to deal with. And if we're going to ground ourselves in grace, if we're going to begin with grace and begin with we are enough. If we're going to confront the truth of who we are, both good and bad, 
we need to know what we really think of ourselves. We need to really know what's going on inside of us. We need to know those issues. And sometimes we'll know them already. Sometimes it will be pretty obvious to us. And we'll just be hiding them. Sometimes, though, we won't know what they are. And I didn't know that I'd made an idol out of success and status and money and numbers until I stopped and started writing about what was going on inside of me. And once I confronted those things, I was able to deal with them. I was able to be transformed. I was able to let go of those flawed perspectives. I was able to let go of the idol of success. And my whole motivation for what I did changed completely. Because that's what happens when we confront the truth. I know a lot of writers who try and prove, who I can tell, you can tell by their work when you've been around writing long enough, when you've seen different writers and you've read different books, you can tell that there are some writers out there who, before a book is published, and Rob Bell actually said this once, that people do this, and he's you know, he's worked with a few publishers, and, and he knows this, and um, that there are some authors that go to publishers and say, what is selling well? what What's popular at the moment? What topics are people interested in right now? What's going to, what if I, what topics are going to get me the most book sales? What's going to make me the most money? And they decide what they're going to write about based on that. Now, I don't know about you, but to me, that's not, that's not honest. That's, and it shows, and what's worse is that it shows that someone's actually not grounded in grace, that that their security and identity comes from money, status, popularity, success. And so whatever work they create will not be their best or most honest work. And it still might be successful. It still might make loads of money, sell loads of copies, be really popular. But it won't be the best work they can make and it won't be the most honest work they can make. And that's a tragedy because the world is missing out on something that that they could share because they're just not interested in being honest and being authentic and being real with themselves. And the world needs us to do that. I said this last week and I'll say it again, you know, the world needs to hear our stories. The world needs our stories because we're all unique. You have a unique blend of talents, gifts, experiences. And those things combine to make us who we are. And we all have something that we can share with the world. Because whatever you're going through, whatever you've been through in the past, good or bad, you have something to give to other people. If you've lost a loved one, like I have, there's always going to be other people who've lost loved ones. I had a couple of friends only last year who both lost their mothers. I won't say who they are, but at the time I was able to be a friend to them. One of them was able to vent all their 
frustrations and and hurts and anger and stuff that they couldn't say publicly because you're not allowed to say those things publicly when you're going through grief. People don't expect that from you. When people say nice things to you um, in sympathy, but all you want to do is scream at them and shout at them, people don't want to hear that. And only people who've lost someone will know what I'm talking about here. But but, she, but my friend was able to just vent that to me in a private message because they told me and we talked about it and they said that you're one of the only people that understands what I'm going through. And I can talk to you about it. And I don't have to hold anything back. And I was able to be that listening voice for them. I didn't necessarily give them any advice. I was just a listening voice. I just was there and they were able to express that to me. And another friend had a mother who died and I just texted them and said, I'm really, really sorry. I'm here if you need me. Just let me know. Whatever you need, I'm here. Because I knew that, from my own experience, that that's what they needed to hear. And I know that I would have wanted to hear that when my mum passed away. You know? And not only were those things real blessings to those people, and I've heard, I know that because they told me, but... It was also a much a healing process for me. Because I'd asked God many, many times, why did you let this happen? How could you have let this happen? You're meant to love me. This isn't right. And I got a little... And when I was reflecting on these two, these two individuals and what, how I'd been able to help them and how much joy actually I'd got from, from that and how privileged I felt to be able to do that, I felt a very... I felt comforted and I felt a little voice saying to me, that's why. That's why. You know, and I, it was such a healing process because I was able to use my unique combination of experiences to pour out, to serve, to love, to bring healing to other people. And that is a privilege. And we all have things that we've been through that not everyone else has been through. And we can use that to help other people. And when we do, it brings healing to them and it brings healing to us. All of us have a role to play. And you have a role to play. You have a unique set of gifts, experiences and talents. And there's a role for you. We just need to get in touch with who that really is and what's really going on inside. So... Maybe a little challenge this week. Every day this week, I'd like you to do a bit of free writing for five minutes each day. Whether it's on your phone or a notebook or on your laptop or somewhere, just pick up a pen or get on your phone or computer and just write for five minutes. Whatever comes out, don't think about it. Don't even need to look at the screen, really. You don't need to look at... Don't edit, don't delete, don't go back and do spelling corrections. Just type out what you want to type out. Just write it out. As much as you can or as little as you can. If it's only ten words, fine. If it's a thousand words, fine. Just do it every day for a week and see what happens. See what comes out. See what's inside. 
Get in touch with your subconscious and start listening to it. Because that's where the truth of who you are is. There are things that you know about yourself that you keep hidden from other people. And then there are things that you don't even know about yourself. You just know something's wrong, maybe. And you need to get in touch with what's inside of yourself. And that's a, that's a, dark, that's a difficult place to go. It can be painful. It can be, it can be rough. It won't be easy. But it will be healing. It will be the beginning of transformation. It will be essentially allowing grace in, in through the door. And the next step, of course, would be finding close friends, community, where you can process this stuff and work it all out. And that's, that's really, really important too. But it begins with this. Get in touch with what's really inside of you. Start hearing your subconscious. Because it might tell you things that you didn't even know. And not just painful things, but good things. There might be something you've always wanted to do, but you never really realised it. Or you never allowed yourself to, to realise it. Or there, there might be a passion that you have that, you've really, that you didn't even know. There might be a message, a feeling, something that you really need to share with other people to help other people. And you didn't, and you didn't know it was there. Like me, I mean, that, that's to a certain extent what happened with me. I found, doing this free writing, that I found something inside of myself that I needed to share with other people. I found a message. I found my voice. By the end of that process, I had something that was just pouring out of me to share with other people. And it may be that your pouring out may not be in in writing or, cre- or, or what we call the arts. It may be something completely different. It may be that you there's a job that you've always wanted to do or training you've always wanted to do or that you want to leave your job you know but if you do this daily writing and I'd recommend doing it for more than a week but just try it for a week you'll get in touch with some of these things and when you do let me know tweet me you know at jamesprescott77 or email me at james at jamesprescott.co.uk and let me know how it goes I'd love to hear from you and uh, go on the Facebook group as well. There's a jamesprescott.co.uk Facebook group, um, which you can join. And and you can share that stuff there. And well, let's do this, you know. Let's get in touch with, our, with who we really are. And let's begin that process of transformation and discovering our calling and discovering how we're made and who, who we are. I guarantee you won't regret it. Have a great week and I'll talk to you next week when I've got a special interview for you with some amazing people, which I'm really excited to share with you. And uh, so tune in next week for that, and we'll talk soon.